Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 21st of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On the 9th of September, Turkey celebrated the 100th anniversary of Izmir's liberation from occupying forces during World War II. To mark the day, Tunç Soyer, the mayor of Izmir, gave a speech about Turkey's victory. In his speech, he targeted Vadettin, the Ottoman sultan at the time, and called him a traitor of his nation. He said, quote, We need to refresh our nation's memory so that they don't go around calling traitors heroes. He pointed out how Vadettin and Damat Ferit Pasha, his advisor, surrendered the country to occupying troops and escaped. He added that it was Mustafa Kemal Pasha, the founder of the Turkish Republic, and the citizens of the country who fought for the land and liberated their cities. He also mentioned how Vadettin declared Mustafa Kemal a traitor and ordered his execution for defending his country. Many people criticized how he targeted the country's former leaders instead of its enemies. Even the president addressed his comments, saying he'd, quote, defend his country's legacy in court. Others criticized how people refused to acknowledge Vadettin as a traitor just because he was the head of the empire. They also emphasized how important it was for citizens to know their country's history. In other news, on Saturday the 17th, President Erdogan attended the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, or SCO, summit in Uzbekistan, which is a political, economic, and security organization in the Eurasian region. After the summit, Erdogan said he would like Turkey to join the organization as a full member. The country has been a dialogue partner of the organization since 2013. If Turkey becomes a member, it'll be the first NATO member to join the organization. The United States had also applied for an observer status. However, the organization rejected its application in 2005. Some say that joining the organization would help ease Turkey's current economic troubles, like the rising inflation and the decreasing value of the Turkish lira. They also think that SCO membership would be good for Turkey's relationship with the West. After the summit, the president traveled to New York City for the 77th United Nations General Assembly. During his visit, the president took a stroll in Central Park and chatted with passerbys. He even advised a couple who were smoking in the park to give up the bad habit. The president is known for being against smoking and has been taking cigarette packs from smokers he encounters on the streets to encourage them to quit. There is even a display of all the cigarette packs he collected from people in the presidential house. The presidency's Twitter account later posted a video blog of his stroll in Central Park. Many people criticized him for being friendlier with the American public than with his own people. Speaking of the president, Salahattin Demirtas, the former co-chair of the People's Democratic Party, wrote a column for the Gazette Dowar news outlet titled The President's Diploma. In his writing, he resurfaced the long-standing speculation that President Erdogan didn't actually have a university diploma. Some people have been claiming for some years now that Erdogan didn't actually attend university and that his diploma is fake. They say that the university that Erdogan alleged to have graduated from in 1981 was established in 1982, a year after his graduation. Demirtas refrained from naming the president in his piece and jokingly said, quote, I'm saying all of this about the president of Madagascar, of course. Don't twist my words and get me in trouble. I don't feel like going to jail. 
He wrote about what would happen if a president who had been ruling for many years suddenly became unqualified for the position. He explained that if that was the case, every decision the president has made throughout his mandate would have to be reversed and that it would greatly harm the state. Now, in some international news, Turkey and Israel have been working on mending their relations. Recently, they had decided to reappoint ambassadors. On Monday the 19th, Israel announced that the country had appointed Irit Lilian as its ambassador to Turkey. On Friday the 16th, President Erdogan had a meeting with Russia's President Vladimir Putin. After their meeting, Putin said that Turkey was a reliable route for gas deliveries from Russia. He also added that Turkey would start making 25% of their gas payments in rubles, the Russian currency. Since the Western countries imposed sanctions on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, Russia has been trying to limit its transactions in euros and U.S. dollars, especially in the energy market. Russia has specifically asked countries to pay for some of the gas imports in rubles. The country has recently cut off gas supplies to Bulgaria and Poland because they refused to pay in the Russian currency. Moving on, on Saturday the 17th, the Albanian police detained Emri Ulur, the press advisor for the mafia boss-turned-whistleblower Sedat Peker. On the following day, Interpol agents brought him to Istanbul for questioning. The Turkish intelligence had been trying to detain him for, quote, being a member of a crime organization, praising crime, and criminals, among other offenses. The Turkish General Directorate of Security announced that Ulur had escaped from Turkey to Macedonia in May 2021. They added that Turkey has kept in touch with Balkan Interpol units ever since to locate him, and that last week they found out that he flew to the United Arab Emirates via Tirana, Albania. The Turkish intelligence got in contact with the Abu Dhabi embassy, and the Abu Dhabi police deported him from the country. He was then detained in Tirana airport and sent back to Istanbul. Some people claimed that Ulur was an Albanian citizen, and many newspapers picked up on this and reported how it was against the European Commission on Human Rights to return him to Turkey. However, a criminal lawyer close to Ulur denied that he was an Albanian citizen. In unrelated news, on Sunday the 18th, over 150 NGOs gathered in Serachane Square in Istanbul for an anti-LGBT plus rally that they named, quote, Grand Family Gathering. In a manifesto the organizers published on Twitter, they claimed that the LGBT community was a virus and that it aimed to destroy the family institution. Many spoke out against the rally, calling it a separatist and hateful organization. However, the Radio and Television Supreme Council, or Ruatuake, the national agency that monitors and regulates media broadcasts, shared the meeting as a public service announcement on their website. Some people recalled that back in June, the state canceled the Pride Parade and the police detained many people for having a Pride, quote, picnic. They criticized how the state canceled a peaceful picnic where people simply celebrated their existence and encouraged and promoted a hateful rally. On that note, Elena Tilki, a well-known pop star, condemned the anti-LGBT rally in a tweet. She tweeted, quote, anti-LGBT rally? Do you really think you won't get karma for the discriminating environment that you're creating? It's against nature to protest against our emotional and physical selves. Following her tweet, the Osmanjik municipality of the city of Churum 
announced that they canceled Tilki's upcoming concert in the district, saying that her views didn't reflect the municipality's cultural values. Tilki took to social media to criticize this new, quote, concert cancellation culture and called it a witch hunt. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We've been thinking about ways that we can set up some type of community, not through emails or some other way to waste time online, but a real community with cool people, influence, and responsibilities. We're not sure just how to do it or what it would look like, but if you're listening to this, you're exactly who we want to be in it. Any chance you could talk to us about what would or would not interest you about such an endeavor like that? Send us an email at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hoshe Kalin! Hoshe Kalin!